Amen. Thank you, Jen. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome. I'm so glad you're all here. If you don't know who I am, and I know some of you don't, I'm Tamara. I'm the associate pastor here at The Well. You met Kim earlier. She is our worship worship pastor. And then House and Wendy, House is our senior pastor. He is on vacation, uh, much deserved. So um, I'm sure they're tuning in, if not live, sometime uh, with us. So everyone say hi to House. Hi, House. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in on Facebook. You know, normally, um, Merry Christmas, too. Did everyone have a great Christmas? Yeah, good. I know it was a little different, but um, it was still nice. Our mind was quiet, but it was really nice. And until I got with my little nieces, then it was loud. Um, but it was fun. And so normally, the Sunday after Christmas Eve, we try to just sing some carols, sing some familiar songs, and just make it really relaxed, but yet have a little bit of a message. And um, how many of you can't wait to get into 2021? I mean, I'm afraid of heights, and I look at this picture, I'm thinking, I'd take the jump. If you told me I had to jump, I'd jump right now after 2020. Um, and so we are looking forward to 2021. And so this message is kind of kind of came up at Thanksgiving, if you can believe it. And there's a person inside you guys never see. Alan, come here. Take off your mask. I want you on camera because he's never on camera. Okay. There we go. Let's wave. Wave to the people out here. This is Alan. Alan is our gift from God. I mean, he came into our lives just before the pandemic hit, and he has stepped up in a big way to help with all of our tech stuff, our sound um, so for you guys listening online, you hear us because of him. Um, he has been a guru. But in Thanksgiving, I, uh, my ser- in my sermon, I said um, how I God had told me to throw away my sermon. And Alan said, afterwards came up and talked to me and told me what an impact that was for him and how he was now looking at some things that had frustrated him and stuff and maybe... God was telling him to throw it away, but he was holding on too tight. And so I went, that will preach. This will be a good kickoff to the new year. So to get back into my story from Thanksgiving, um, I was preaching the Sunday after Thanksgiving, as I normally do. And it was 10, 10, 10.30 at night, Saturday night. And I was trying to get slides done. My the biggest pet peeve I have is trying to do slides for this service. I don't know why I stress over it, but I do. It's just one of those things I stress over. I'm getting better about it, but I still stress over it. Last night I was still stressing over trying to get slides done. Um, but I was sitting there and I was frustrated. I had frustration. It's not working. It's stupid. Have you guys been in those situations where it's like, it's just not working. It's stupid. I ah, I just wanted to tear my hair out. I literally wanted to pick up my computer at that point and throw it across the room because I was just so frustrated. And I shouldn't be like that before I preach. And so I sat back and I said, okay, Lord, you got to do something. Throw it away. I love you, God. That's what he told me. Throw it away. Throw my sermon away. Yep, throw it away. This paper right here, you want me to ball it up and throw it away? Yes, throw it away. I love you. 
So I took the paper and I threw it away. And I came on Sunday morning and said, hey, guys, guess what? I threw my sermon away at 1030 last night. <laughs> and God was so faithful to me. So why could I do that? And that's not the I'm going to tell you, that is not the first time this has happened. This is probably third or fourth time this has happened. And why can I do something like that? How can I? I trust God so much that I will listen to him and throw away my sermon. And this is why. Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I remember that every day, even when things go sucky, that he's got a plan for me. Even when it's throwing my sermon away, he's got a plan for the next that for that Sunday. And I just wasn't following it. And so he has a plan for all of us. And as we go into this new year, to 2021, we have to ask the question, to throw or not to throw, right? That is the question, to throw or not to throw. So how do we know when to throw stuff away and when not to? What voice should we listen to and when should we listen to something? So whose voice are you listening to? This is what I always ask people. Whose voice are you listening to? Is it God's voice? Is it your own voice, the world's voice, or is it the evil one's voice? Whose voice are you listening to? At that moment, that Saturday night, I was listening to my own voice, to tell you the truth. I was being stubborn. I had to get it done. I wanted it this way, and no one was going to talk me out of it. Until I got so frustrated, I cried out to the Lord, and he said, throw it away. I was trying to do something on, on my own without asking the Lord to come into it. And that's not a good idea. So whose voice are you listening to? Now I'm going to share with you. I follow this group on Instagram called the Swiss Shepherdist. The Swiss Shepherdist. It is this um, husband and wife and their three kids, nine, six, and three, that are shepherds. And I started following them on Instagram based on somebody else saying, you've got to follow these people. And, and I don't even know that person, but I, it's John A. Keff, and I follow him. And he said, Phil, it's one of the favorite things for me to follow. So I've, I looked them up, and I was like, this is amazing. They're in the, that's the Swiss Alps, you guys. And they're shepherds. And so I started watching them in the spring as they were making their way to their summer pastor. And then I watched them at the end of summer, making their way to their winter pastor. And I learned so much. It is truly amazing to watch these people. And they do it. These two adults, they do get some help from time to time, and they walk for four days. And she, she said a lot of times they're trotting with the sheep to keep up with them and to keep them going. And as they go, they... Some of the sheep have lambs, and she goes, there's been times where, and they have a goat called Mary. It's their miracle goat. She was born on Easter and was abandoned, and they didn't think she was going to live. So she says, we normally don't name our goats, but they did, and she basically is a house goat. She is adorable. So anyway, she lived, and so she goes wherever they go, and she goes, there have been times I've carried the three-year-old on my back, a newborn lamb on my shoulders, and my goat. These people are hardy. Let me tell you. 
So what does this have to do with going into 20? I know it's, I got really interested in telling you about this family. Look them up. It's really quite interesting. So the other day, a couple of weeks ago, she was filming, um, they got a new barn. And so a new place to store their goats for the, or sheep for the winter. Um, and she was showing it and the goats were getting really anxious and starting to moving and starting making noises and did I say goats? Sheep started moving, getting noises. And she said this, the flock knows when the shepherd is getting ready to move. I went, oh, holy cow, the flock knows when the shepherd is getting ready to move. And that's what we need to do. Our shepherd, Jesus, wants us to know when he's getting ready to move in our lives. That Saturday night, I didn't know it. I was too busy doing something else listening to my own voice when I should have known that he was getting ready to move in a different direction than I was, but I wasn't ready for it. And so the flock knows when the shepherd is getting ready to move, they anticipate it. They get excited for it. They start moving towards it. And that's what we need to do for 2021. The Lord's moving. I don't know if you guys realize that it's hard to tell when we, all we hear is death, dying, destruction, the blah, right? The yucky stuff. But the Lord is getting ready to move in a big way. And are we ready for it? And it goes back to, do you know whose voice you're listening to? And so when, when you're in the midst of something, if something's not going right and you're, you're starting to listen to, vo- to God, you got to be ready to move when he does. And that might mean throwing something away. Alan was talking about a song. Was it a song you had written? Yeah. A song he had written, and he'd been working on it, working on it, but he was, we were frustrated, and just, it wasn't going well. And he goes, I think God wants me to throw it away. Just be done with it. And I know when I did that, that Saturday night, I put together the slides in about 30 minutes. No problems. Boop, boop, boop. I didn't have any computer problems. I didn't have any internet problems. I didn't have any problems finding pictures. I just did it. I didn't know what. I was going to do, and God just showed me. Do, 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 do. Got all my slides in, got, had all the Bible verses ready, and I was done in 30 minutes when I'd been working out for an hour and a half before. Struggling. So, whose voice are you listening to? The next one is how do you feel? Um, feelings do play a part in what we are feeling with what God is doing in our lives. Are we encouraged? Or are we confused? Are we at peace? Are we at stress? Are we at feeling comfort? Are we feeling shame and guilt? Are we feeling relief? Or are we feeling feeling fear and anxiety? One of these things are when we're following God, we're going to feel encouraged. We're going to feel peace. We're going to feel comfort. We're going to feel relief. I can't tell you once I threw that piece of paper away, even though I was like, okay, God, don't have a sermon for tomorrow. I felt such relief, such peace, such comfort. And then I I was able to sleep. I was able just to go, I feel great. Thank you, Lord, for taking that burden off of me because that's what it became. My sermon became a burden. And so I started feeling all that. Before I was confused. I was stressed. The little voice inside your head telling you it's stupid. You're feeling shame and guilt. I was getting very anxious with it from all the stress and everything. But as soon as I threw it away, I didn't feel any of that stuff. Because I listened to the shepherd's voice. I was ready for when he moved. I moved. 
took me a while to listen to it, right? But I moved. So those are two, for me, those are the two of the things that I know to, to decide if you need to throw things away. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Ask him, Lord, what do I need to do with this? Whatever it is, maybe it's a job, maybe it's your finances, maybe it's a song, maybe it's a story you're written, maybe it's a relationship, whatever it is. God's got a plan for it and for you, and you need to present that to God. Say, Lord, what do I do with this? Do I need to just kind of throw it away for a while? Do I need to throw it away? Do I need to move in a different direction? What do I need to do? Ask him about that. So that comes to it. What do I need to throw away? So what do you need to throw away? Think about things that are causing those, the things that are anxiety-ridden. Are they um, causing you stress? Are you fearful of it? Are you um, just complaining about it? Are you frustrated about it? Look at those things and ask the Lord if you need to throw them away. Now, some of the things I do as well is because I know the Lord and I've been working on my relationship with him, and yes, I have to work on it. We work on all of our relationships. We need to work on our relationship with the Lord. One of those ways is in my prayer time. One of the reasons that we put these prayer requests together is to help you with your prayer prayer life. One, it's going to get you outside of yourself. And two, it's going to help you pray. They're super simple prayers. Pray for our country as we prepare for the day of inauguration. Right? Pray for that. Pray for unity and healing within the government and throughout our country. Don't you think we need that? It's just giving you little stepping stones to help you pray. And then hopefully that will lead into a deeper prayer life for yourself so that you can start to stop and listen for God's voice and know his voice so that when those times come, you know whose voice you're listening to. You know it's God's. God's voice is peaceful. It's um, loving. It's um, sometimes it's discipline, but it's done in a loving manner. I'm going to tell you if it's condemnation, if it's shame, if it's guilt, it's not his. That's the evil one trying to get at you. God's voice is uplifting. It's comforting. So listen to his voice. The other way is digging into your Bible. The last couple of years, we've done some pretty deep Bible reading. We did um, the Bible in a year in chronological order two years ago. Last year, we did um, just chapters of Bible reading it, and we read, I think, most of the Bible this year. Um, This year we're going to do something different. And this came out of my own study time. Because when I study the Bible, I ask the Lord at the beginning, what do I need? What do I need to get out of this? What do you want to show me? And then I underline it or highlight it or star it or whatever it is. Because sometimes I read it and it hits me again. I've already underlined it. So then I'll highlight it. And sometimes it's underlined and highlighted. But the Lord says, you still haven't learned this. So now you star it. And then really bad, if I still haven't learned it, he goes, circle it and write it down. And then I usually will learn it. But again, I'm stubborn, right? We're all stubborn. So this. Um, 
is a shorter reading. So for like uh, the January 1st, where's January 1st? There's January 1st. It's Psalm 139, 1 through 4, and then 23 through 24. So it's shorter readings. But then we're asking questions of ourselves. We're going to do a self-check. Ouch. Kim just said, ouch. It does hurt. Trust me. Ouch. So the first one, are there any thoughts or ways that need to be changed for 20 and 2021? Eek. When I read, when I, when God was giving all this to me, I was, I'm like, shoot, that means I have to do it too. That hurts, man. And then the next one is ask, ask the Lord to rid you of any anxious thoughts or ways. And then the Third one is praise. Give praise, glory, and honor to God. Thank him for knowing you and loving you. And it's all based on the scripture of that day. So I'm not asking random questions. It's questions based on that scripture for that day. And so every month we'll have a new booklet because it would be really big if we did it all together. And I'm not done with it all yet. So this is a way for us to get to know the Lord better, to really self-reflect for ourselves, and to know when we need to throw stuff away, when we need to go and do something different, that we're not following the Lord, but we want to move ahead and follow the Lord. So those are two things you can do. Be a, have an accountability partner. Have someone, a mentor in your life that can guide and direct you as well. I have several people that I can go to and say, this is what I'm struggling with. And guess what I didn't do? On that Thanksgiving day, I didn't go to my mentor like I normally do. And as a matter of fact, this week has been really tough. I haven't gone to my mentor, which I need to. I'll, I'll be calling you later. I think you're watching online, so I'll be calling you later. So have a mentor in your life. Have someone in your life that can be that accountability person that can walk with you through life and guide you when you're when you're being steered wrong, can guide you back on the path. That's so important. I didn't think it was up until school of ministry, and I had to I had to have a mentor. And so I got one, and that was like my aha moment. And I thought, well, that was stupid. I've lived this long and didn't have a mentor. So don't be like me. Get a mentor. Get someone that can be someone you can pour your heart out to, that you can talk to, that will listen but will guide you to – to, you know, to God the right way. Those are the three big things. I don't want to go into really deep. Jen, I'm going to have you come up because we're going to start singing. Oh, she went. Okay, I'll talk for a few more minutes. So um, when you're feeling frustrated, look at, look at the stuff in your life right now. What are you frustrated with? What is getting you down? What seems like a burden? That's the big one. What seems like a burden? Whatever it is, ask the Lord if this is what I need to do. Do I need to toss this? Do I need to get rid of it? Do I need to stop doing it? Do I need to, maybe it's quit a relationship. I've had a relationship that has was more burden than joy to me. And the Lord says, that's enough. That relationship's done. That was a long time ago. Now the Lord has brought that person back in my life. Only on Facebook. She lives in a different state. and But that's okay. But we're able to have a boundary-set relationship now. She's grown. I've grown. And our relationship is no longer a burden. 
the stuff that I threw away in my sermon, he brought a lot of it back. But he needed me to trust him. And I tell people this a lot, you know, um, I know the Lord and I trust the Lord. And the, tr- the Lord trusts me not to be stupid. I trust the Lord with my whole heart. But he, has, he trusts me not to be stupid. And being stupid is listening to my own voice, listening to the world's voice, listening to Satan's voice. It's having, um, I passed by a church today and I watched them. They're doing inside services. Not one person is wearing a mask. And I know that a lot of people have had COVID in that church. And that breaks my heart. Because the Lord, we trust the Lord. I trust the Lord to protect me. But he trusts me not to be stupid. And I was stupid when I was relying on myself that one Saturday night. And I was trying to do stuff on my own. He says, if you trust me, throw it away. Boop, I throw it away. I didn't have to think twice about it. I really didn't. In Isaiah 43, 18 through 19, it says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do not perceive it. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. He's doing a new thing for 2021. I truly believe this because 2020 was not so good. But I believe that he's on the move and that he's going to be doing a new thing. Lamentations 3:22 through 24. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. See, the beautiful thing is, no matter what, what a mess we make, the Lord doesn't consume us. He's new every morning. And so even if I wouldn't have thrown that paper away, Guess what? He still would have honored me and it and all of you um, that Sunday morning by doing something new. He really would have. And so as we head into 2021, start thinking, what do you need to throw away? What in your life is causing burdens and frustrations? Throw it away so that you can have the peace and the comfort, the joy that the Lord wants to give you. Amen. Jen, we're going to have you uh, sing us out. So the chorus in this song is actually taken from the first chapter in Luke, where we see the angel appear to Mary and give her the good news and let her know that she's going to supernaturally become pregnant with Jesus. And she declares, my soul magnifies the Lord. And she actually has... um, has a song that she sings. So this is taken from there. And I'm sure that we all can look back over this past year um, and and bless the Lord, you know, for what he's brought us through. And there were, it was a tough time in 2020, but there were highlights. So there's still reason, many reasons to praise. Good news of great joy for every woman, every man. 
This will be a sign to you A baby born in Bethlehem Come and worship Do not be afraid A company of angels Glory in the highest On the earth the peace among Those on whom his favor rests Come and worship Do not be afraid My soul, my soul Magnifies the Lord My soul Magnifies the Lord He has done great things for me Great things for me My soul, my soul Magnifies the Lord My soul Magnifies the Lord He has done great things for me Great things for me Unto you a child is born, unto you a child is born, unto us a son is given. Let every heart prepare his throne, let every nation under heaven come and worship, do not be afraid. My soul, my soul, magnifies the Lord. My soul, magnifies the Lord. He has done great things for me, great things for me. My soul, my soul, magnifies the Lord. My soul, magnifies the Lord. He has done great things for me, great things for me. Of His government there will be no end. He'll establish it with His righteousness. And He shall reign on David's throne. And His name shall be from this day on. Wonderful Counselor Everlasting Father Wonderful Counselor Everlasting Father of his government there will be no end because it's very important to remind ourselves that ultimately Jesus kingdom will reign of his government there will be no end he'll establish it with his righteousness and he shall reign on David's throne and his name shall be from this day on wonderful 
Father God, you truly are the wonderful counselor. Even when uh, people don't understand what we're going through, you're always just a prayer away, just a call away. Lord, are you there? Will you help me? And you are the everlasting Father. And God, we just give you thanks and praise today for what you've done this week. Um, It was a different type of Christmas. But, God, we thank you that we still live in a, in a free country, God. We can still see our friends and our family um, to a certain extent, God. We thank you that the sun came out today. We thank you that we were able to drive here in our cars, that we were able to walk here on our feet, God that we were able to sing with the breath in our lungs. Help us to hearken to your voice, God, to listen to what you would have to say to us this year. We know that we might plan our steps and plan our ways, but ultimately, God, you have a plan. And if we're listening, You're faithful to direct us into the good that you have for us. Our souls magnify you, God. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great week, and we will see you next Sunday. Have a joyous and happy new year. Be safe out there and uh, God bless. Bye, everybody.